tuning in to the online broadcast network. After Buzz TV, over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello, everybody. Welcome back for another episode of The League on AfterBuzz TV, episode 8. Ocho. Ocho, season 6. How do you say 8 in Hebrew? Oh, you cry. Wait. Shmone. Shmone. Episode Shmone. That could also be a letter. Unclear. <laughs> Could have been the alphabet I just did. Um, What's your nope, name? Nope, that was numbers. That was oh. numbers. <laughs> what, what is your name? In Hebrew? No. I, I don't in, think oh, in real life? Yeah. Oh, Jennifer Golden. Hi, guys. And this is George Hermosa. Hermosa. Um, and this is season six, episode eight, as I said, Manland. And this was not my favorite episode. <laughs> really? Yeah, it was a little different dynamic in terms of... Uh, anytime you kind of bring in an outsider in this in this episode, Corbin Burnson. Yeah, I think he wasn't in. Co- no, no, what was he in? Ooh, um, uh, one of those shows back in the day. Like it was. He was also in a not a League of Their Own, but that other one, Wild. No, no, he was he was in a uh, Major League. Major League. Major I was League. gonna say Wild Thing, but that's what they called Charlie Sheen. Yeah. Yes. Huh? Well, he was. I think his character was interesting. He was Jenny's dad. Yeah, it just seemed like somebody else wrote this episode. <laughs> I, now that you mentioned, I'm kind of curious who wrote it. It was, it was different. A, if it was a typical writer or not. Right. There was a lot of potty humor. There was a lot of like, there was like. I, I didn't notice that. Yeah, a lot of, oh, kind of going back to last week, they kind of continued a storyline. Um, in the beginning, you had Pete change his name to the shitheads. Yeah. Their words, not mine. Um, just because essentially from last episode, you had Kevin with the bag of Jenny's shit. Uh, and it kind of leaked on his head, so essentially Ew. they took offense to that name, even though it really is, you know, he was a shithead. Yeah, and so Pete renamed his team that, and, you know, it continued throughout the episode um, where he kept calling Kevin and Jenny shitheads. Mm. Um, which was, you know, I, I the whole episode ended up being about it again because Rafi appears later and keeps talking about it, but... But Ruxin is back too. Ruxin is back. Finally. Finally. Amy Poehler finally let him go. Apparently. Um, Lauren Linelli is not here tonight, as everyone can see or hear that she is not here, um, unless we're hiding her. But I feel like she'd be excited that Ruxin was back, but not thrilled with the episode as well. It was different. It was different. And I really like, you know, when it's consistent Mm -hmm. and the jokes are consistent. They had some of the same jokes, like, they talked a lot about their boners, and they always talk about, like, fear boners and, like, things like that. But, like, I don't know. The tone was just a little bit cheesier and different, and it's I don't like, know. Yeah, it's one of those things where you got a typical comedic rule of three. Uh, I think they did go a little too much with the poop humor and right. whatnot. It was, I mean, it, it was still funny. I, there were some parts where I kind of laughed, but that was more so when they didn't go there. You know, when you in, in, yeah. early in the episode when you had uh, Jenny's dad, Bruce, Bruce mm-hmm. Banger. We find out that Jenny's maiden name is Banger. Right. So Jenny Banger. 
Um, Great name. When when the dad was asking Kevin, like, what can you do? Like, can you do anything manly? And then you had typical Kevin, uh, I, can, I can I can fix the Wi-Fi. You know, I know how to fix the Wi-Fi. I love that. And he and, was really serious uh, yeah. about it. He's but like, yeah, who do you think unplugs uh, it yeah. every month? And then you wait 10 seconds and you plug it back in. That's the kind of part that I laughed at because I thought that was typical Kevin. Typical, right. you know, that's, that's Kevin. Right. And so I guess Bruce Banger always makes... Kevin feel emasculated or yeah. tries to emasculate him in his own home, so Kevin's not thrilled Let with him. This. Is that maybe just a typical uh, characteristic in a father-in-law? No, this particular father-in-law was like really like supremely macho and trying to prove mm-hmm. it, especially with this man land. Mm-hmm. He doesn't just call it like a place to camp, you know. Like he really goes out of his way to push the man stuff mm-hmm. and calls Kevin a ninny. Yeah, poor I Kevin has so many ninny. names: ninny, shithead, Brian. Brian. We'll go into that later. Yeah. Because that's just something that's always been happening where Rafi calls him Brian. Right. Um, calls Brian, tall guy. Uh, I think it calls Taco Taco, but Brian yeah. and tall guy are the two, two, two names that he gives it to. What does he call Ruxin? I think he just called him Ronnie or Ruxin. Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess they are brother-in-law, yeah. so he calls him his name. Yeah. Um, but I think we need to talk about Andre and Russell. <laughs> I like Russell. I like Russell the too. I think addict. he's a good addiction. Uh, addiction. addiction? Oh, wow. <laughs> he's a good. That was a Freudian slip. Uh, addition to the team, to the game. Uh, so they are at the real, the regular bar that they go to. What's that place called again? Shoot. We see it every week. Of course, it's we like it's it. one of those things where I, I, I can picture it as right. same the way sign. you can, but I just can't remember what the name of it. Well, anyway, so they're all there talking about you know the week and the lineup and the fact that uh, Bruce Banger is coming to town and the whole thing, and so. Uh, Andre goes to get another round of beverages for everyone, and he and Russell bond over the fact that the bartender didn't know what the wine was called. Cabernet Sauvignon? No, he called it Cabriolet Sauvignon, which is a car Sauvignon, which doesn't make any sense. It was Cabernet Sauvignon. But um, they bond over their love of wine and their snootiness about the whole thing. Yet they get kicked out of the bar and Mm -hmm. decide they're going to start their own wine bar. What do you think about them going to business together? I think it was interesting. It, it's funny because even though they never really made it clear, you kind of saw it where you think that, well, Andre is probably going to be put in all the money. Right. And you have Russell kind of – that kind of still that outsider, but he's still kind of with the group. Um, I was like, oh, God, I know this is going to end somehow bad, but – it didn't. We'll get into that later, but yeah. it kind of maybe foreshadowing a future events of just how their partnership's going to be. But have well, you, have you been to Wine Bar? Yeah. How do you like it? I well, wine bars in general. Yeah, in general, I love them. Really? Like, think they're great. I think. Yeah. Would you go to Andre and Russell's? Well, no, no, hold on. What was it called? Menage Sunk. Not a Menage Trois, but Menage Sunk. Right. So there's five, five, like the five grapes of Bordeaux, which is so random mm-hmm. and so them. Like they said, nothing like a five way. Exactly. And I then, wouldn't know. No, and then, uh, of course, Russell knows exactly how many holes that is. So, <laughs> 14, in case you were wondering. Um, but yeah, so they open, they decide to go into business. Um, but Andre has some reservations because of a little bit of treatments that Russell gives to him during the fantasy stuff. He's kind of trash talking him on the, on the boards, but that, if, if me personally, I know this for a fact too. It's like what's on the board stays on the board. You know, you don't let that leak into, your real life situation. So you can say a lot of things in the fantasy life that you can't uh, leak onto the real life. So right. I get where Russell's coming from. It's just typical, you know, trash talking. Right. Andre's kind of being a little sensitive about it. Which I was, don't know why. I feel like again to the like respective, like a different writer. Mm-hmm. We have to find out mm-hmm. if there was a different writer for this episode because Andre never emotes. So like he takes a lot of crap from these guys and never is he like, <laughs> Oh, 
Well, I just think that was disrespectful. Yeah. Like, I mean, Johnny's been just as bad. They I all think, have. Yeah. And I remember going back to the first season, they're just brutalizing on each other. Yeah. That, that's the part of the part, part of the reason why I love the show. Same. And I was just a little strange that he actually, like, verbalized his yeah. feelings and, like, got emotional. But, so he questions whether, you know, Russell really is a good business partner because mm-hmm. if he treats him that way, then, you know, and Russell's like, no, it's just fantasy. Yeah. It's fantasy. fantasy real real life. life. Exactly. And Jenny even says, like, are you really the owner of a, of a NFL team? No. You're he's a fantasy. quite right about yeah. that point. Um, but yeah, so Jenny ends up showing them some space while all the other guys are away. In Manland. They're in Manland, uh, hunting or whatever they're doing. Camping. And so, she shows them some space. Uh, we aren't sure if she can do commercial because she normally does residential, um, real estate. But hey, she showed them a wine bar. Yeah. I mean, yeah, maybe there's something we don't know. Maybe residential maybe can lead. Maybe just like an extra class. Or maybe in an Chicago. Extra, an extra hour of training and you can right. now sell bars. You know? Maybe she does it. So exactly. who knows? Someone's got to pay the bills over yeah. there. Um, we don't see uh, Kevin lawyering much lately. <laughs> that is true. So they like this wine bar. They decide to get it. Andre and Jenny then end up hanging out and like having girl talk girl over talk. As wine. He would say, as he would say, Andre's like, you know, we haven't had girl talk in a while. I'm He's like, so weird. Yeah, dude, that's Andre for you. I know. So he wants to thank Jenny for finding the space, and they're just talking and stuff, and. Uh, he's like, well, what about, you know, the stuff that's going on with Russell and should I take this trade he just offered me? And she, of course, said yes because it would, you know. Shut him up. And also, then, if it was a bad trade, she's not going to help him pick a good trade. Yeah, pretty much. She's yeah, competing I against like him. the fact that they were bonding and, of course, he was getting a little sensitive. He's like, why am I going to go into business? He's I mean, so weird. And yeah, Jenny's like, dude, I sodomize, I verbally sodomize Kevin right. all the time. I don't really do it. Then you have Andrea's like, are you sure? You know? You could. Like, if you, you Maybe mean, you should try it. We Guys like it. <laughs> uh, I thought that was part was funny. But, again, that goes back to that humor that we all like. The, right. You know, typical Andre kind of like going there. Right. And he does always go there. And it's always like, a, do you realize how you look when you say these things? But <laughs> he doesn't. And he just goes there freely. And his poor cat. Oh, is that the cat oh, spa? Milady. Because she's real upset about this whole prank that was pulled. Oh, milady. Oh, milady. I mean, and she, he, Andre was mentioning that I think the milady's mad at Andre because I guess he installed the webcam mm-hmm. at, the, at the spa and purposely avoiding the, cam- the webcams. That way, uh, milady won't have to look at Andre or, I'm sorry, vice versa. Yep. wonder if milady will ever be back. I don't know. I don't know either because milady has a tattoo, like a for real <laughs> tattoo. Um, but maybe if her hair grows back, it'll cover it. Who knows? I know Lauren would like her back. Definitely. Definitely. Her um, church is a cat lady. Oh. I just what I heard. And you saw her Pretty behavior much. when she saw... Yeah, I was uh, there. What's it called? Mm-hmm. Little Bub. I don't know. Are you yeah. a cat person? I love cats, but I, I love a lot of things. And, and, and it's, sort of, it's a regular love. It's okay. not like an, a heightened love. Okay. Like you love me. Exactly. Okay. It's just a regular love. Well, I love you too. Oh, thanks. Um... So, anyway, that sort of wraps up that storyline, I suppose. Back to Manland. Back to Manland. Rafi sighting. Rafi sighting. Well, so the reason they go to Manland in the first place is because Bruce Banger makes fun of Kevin so much. And he's like, I'm going to prove to you I'm a man. And mm-hmm. he's like, but how? And so he said, well, come you guys should Manland. all come to camp uh, camping with me. Mm-hmm. So everybody but Andre and Russell go. Yeah, so it's Taco, Ruxin, Pete, 
And Kevin. And Kevin. And then we find out Rafi's there. Rafi. I think he was said he was uh, tracking Kevin. Or Brian, as he calls him. Exactly. Um, and so they, you know, they're there and, and they're all freaking out because there's no Wi-Fi and cell reception. And they all have to, like, set their lineup and do that whole thing. So, oh, we also find out Ruxin was a Boy Scout. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He got his merit badges. Yeah. Hopefully. He says he did. So, of right. course, everybody's making fun of him. Oh, are you sure about that? Right. They're like, Typical. you don't have any characteristics of a Boy Scout. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, and, of course, Bruce calls him a Girl Scout. Yeah. But, I mean, it goes back to kind of like a real-life scenario. In, in real life, in the NFL, there's a team called the Washington Redskins. Right. Um, where a lot of people are saying they should change the name. It's offensive to the Native Americans. Right. Um, and that kind of leaks into this, this episode. episode. Because because the guys then go to a bar because Bruce is like, all right, all right, enough of your bitching. I'll take you to a bar. You'll have Wi-Fi. You'll do your lineup mm-hmm. and be done with it. So they all go to this bar, and I guess the bar is full of Native, Native Americans, Americans who hear, who hear, <laughs> that was a weird whistle, um, Kevin and Pete talking about their team names and stuff. The and, shitheads. Right. So, you know, Pete is like, I think the shitheads and the Redskins are equal. And, like, you know, the names are basically the same. And the the Native Americans hear that. And they're like, what are you calling us? You're no calling us a shithead. Yeah. But anyway, so they weren't talking about that at all, and then like an almost fight ensues. I just like that when Taco came and I was like, "No, no, relax." Here, even on our trophy, there's a little Indian girl that we all get to do our, have our way with on the trophy, mm-hmm. and of course, and I keep mine hidden. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that part was funny. It was funny, and of course, everyone got them into more trouble, yeah. and so. Um, the, one of the Native Americans pulls out a knife, and then it would. Uh, Bruce had a gun. Yeah, Bruce had a gun. So he, he shot the ceiling to distract fly. them, and they ran. And then they didn't know where they were, <laughs> so they were just like lost in the forest somewhere. I did. You did point it out, and I did like the part where they're all surrounding. You know, they're all in a circle. Yeah. And you had the, the iPad with a screensaver as a fireplace, right. and then they were all like. <sighs> Oh, yeah. It's like, dude, it's just an iPad. But right. Th- that's a cool little visual. I thought that was funny. Yeah, it was funny. And then, of course, they're all like, let's cuddle to stay warm. And then Rafi takes it that much further. Also, so we were talking about, like, poop jokes. He was talking about the, like, second harvest mm. all episode long. And he kept eating poop. And, like, he had an obsession with finding bears and killing them. It was just sort of random. And just a lot of poop. Yeah. Like I said, going back to and a, eating a it. Too much, Ew. Yeah. Well, that's Rafi, though. Yeah. But then, like, taco. The and, yeah. yeah. Yeah, writers. What are you thinking? I'm sorry, writers. Weird eating Every, poop jokes. Everybody has their oops, you know? I mean, everybody... There's always that one show. It's like, you know, not every episode of Friends was like... Uh, no, they, they were all pretty good. But there's that one where it's like, yeah, I think I'll skip it. This might be that one. Yeah, this good one. Just for too many poop jokes. This. Just too many. It was like not even so much. Well, last week it was like on their faces, and that was gross. This week they were eating it. Like yeah. I don't it's know where. I think where, I drew the line last week. It's one of those things where last week you can at least argue for the fact that it's relevant to the story, which made it funny. This this week it was with gratuitous all those, with all those little little second harvest. Yeah, it, it can be argued that that wasn't necessary. Right, it would have not have made a difference for uh, toward the show. Right, toward the humor of the show. Inner, it could have been out and no one would have noticed. Exactly. At least last week it was kind of like you know with Jerry the storyline. Yeah, exactly. But, um, yeah. yeah. So you know they all they all go to sleep I guess and. And Rafi offers to cuddle with <laughs> Brian um, and says, take off your pants mm-hmm. and let's spoon or whatever. Oh. I was like. Sounds about right. Yeah. And uh, 
that was when he was calling them like the tall guy and Brian. Yeah, and I guess they had a lovers quarrel, according <laughs> to Bruce. I like that one. Uh, it goes back to the end of the episode where. You had Kevin, of course, talk to Rafi, and he's like, well, you know, he, he keeps emasculating me. And, of course, you have Rafi come, find your find your inner Brian. Yeah. you got to find your inner Brian. Right. And, and so he does. Because a bear appears out of nowhere when the guys are, like, ready to leave in the morning. And poor Pete is tied up because Ruxin. Yeah, Ruxin was making fun of him. So they go, oh, cool. Yeah, it looks like I got my tying badge, huh? Yeah, he can tie a knot, yeah. but he cannot untie a knot, apparently. Well, I mean, which was a joke. Yeah. But, I, just, I thought that part was funny. I was like, well, I didn't get my badge in untying. Yeah, that was fu- That was a I good wrote, joke. I wrote that down. Was that your favorite line? No, the other, the, going back to earlier, it was the whole, uh, when, when they go to that bar and then you had that Indian dude just kind of singing and you had Taco say, dude, do you have any Ace of Bass? <laughs> I thought that part was funny because I love Ace of Bass. <laughs> I do too. You know what? Good bringing that back. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so this bear appears out of nowhere, and nobody knows what to do to stop it, and they're no, freaking out. Kevin was nowhere to be found, too, because they all right. wake up, and it's like, where's, where's Kevin? Well, then he appears. His shirt is all, like, tattered <laughs> and ripped, and he goes crazy on this bear, which then in turn sends the bear away, because, I mean, he's scary at mm-hmm. this point. We're going, like, crazy. So he saves the day. Bruce then respects him, says some cheesy stuff, and, like, accepts him, and, you know. Pretty much, yeah. And he found his inner Brian, and then they get home. Well, they were lost first. Oh, but yeah, they funny. were lost, going and he figured to, out. Yeah, because going back to earlier in the episode, you had Taco always just dump change everywhere because he said that because pennies are going to get obsolete at some point. It's like, well, might as well just make nickels and dimes and quarters obsolete because I don't want to be behind when they do become. Right, so, so he's throwing becomes, them away now. Yeah, so pretty much when they were all lost in the forest, it's like he kept throwing change, and then kind of just follow the change back. Right, which was Kevin's idea because yeah. Kevin is a regular Boy Scout, it seems. But then they find a car full of uh, Native Americans yep, again. Yep, the same ones. Yeah. And their their deal was they'll give them a ride back, which I'm still not sure where their car went. I oh, guess yeah, they, I they ran, they weren't, they slept somewhere that was not near their car. Probably, that makes sense. But these guys took them back to the car and then they drove that back. That sounds about Got right, it. yeah. But under the condition that all those guys would have to drop all their Washington Redskins players yeah. that they have on their fantasy league. And of course... Andre's like, whoa, where are all these people coming from right when he's about to sign the contract with Russell? Right, because the guy that Russell traded him was a guy that continues to get hurt. Mm-hmm. And so... I had him on my fantasy league. Did you? Yeah. Oh. He got hurt. Oh, so, well. Yeah. You know, maybe you should take on a Washington Redskin. Yeah, but then again, Andre got a little mad because he's like, well, what are you doing trading me a guy? Now, how am I supposed to go into business with you? Right, how can he trust him when uh, yeah. he's giving him bad trades? He's like, well, it's competition. When you're working together, you're working Pretty together. Much, yeah. But anyway, so then he gets a trade, is fine with the deal because at this point he doesn't care. He's happy in fantasy land. Yeah, because yeah, he started picking up all those players that right. got dropped from the Redskins that he didn't have to drop because he didn't get picked up by the Native Americans. Exactly. So Andre wins. The guys get back. Kevin and uh, Bruce are buddies now. Brings them to Jenny. He's all excited to see Jenny. He picks Jenny up mm-hmm. and is like exercising his like manliness. And then she's like, where did this come from? I just like that. He just kind of like, I'm Brian. Right. He's like, who (laughs) is this? He's like, I'm Brian. So great. He's Brian. You got to do like him, though. You got to turn around and go, I'm Brian. I'm Brian. I don't think it works as well for me. Oh, yeah. Well, you can say then Corbin Benson had the, there goes my little banger. And then then end credits. End credits. I was okay when this episode ended. (laughs) 
Yeah, it was okay. I was, I was honestly, I liked that when they were back from the forest because I feel like kind of when they were in the forest, that kind of where I got a, lot, a little all over the place. Yeah, like, yeah. Like the inmates are running the asylum, like it just a free for all, you know? Right. So I kind of liked it when it got back, but yeah. You know what? They on this episode they finally brought up the Laguna House again. Oh, that's true. This was like the first time all season since. Uh, what was his name? Ted. Ted. Ted died. Um, when they were all saying they were going to die or whatever, that they were going to lose the Laguna house. Yeah, I totally forgot about too. A yeah. nice little, cute little reminder. Mm-hmm. At least that, you know, that that's a good segue into predictions, I mm-hmm. think. Although, I, well, I'm... Oh, okay. No, just a second. <laughs> that's it. I, I'm a little upset. You're after Buzz TV. Prediction. Yeah. I'm a little upset because our prediction from last week did not come true. Which was what? Pete was going to have another girlfriend. You're right. Well, I think this whole episode got yeah. thrown for a loop. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, I think that I, you know, as I, we've been talking about, like, we're getting closer to the end of the season. So we're going to see some more, like, feistiness and finals and all that, mm-hmm. what is it, playoffs or whatever that happens in football and getting closer to the Laguna House. I do think Pete's going to have another girlfriend next week. Okay. And I do think we're going to see something come between Andre and Russell. Oh yeah, I, I have a feeling that that like that not, partnership maybe not even fantasy related. Just, maybe it's going to be a girl. Well, can Russell even date anyone if he's a recovering sex addict? Well, maybe he can just make love to the woman. I don't know. I feel like that's under that same whole yeah. umbrella. Hole. Oh, oh, you went there. You went <laughs> well, there. You're the one that said Hermosa. Russell was the one that brought it up. Right. Golden. Exactly. Can't say my name that cool. It's like Golden. Golden. Yeah. Golden. Mm. Well, it's like Ari Gold, like he always said. Anyways, silence is golden, actually. In it the is. movie theater. It is. But not in my real no, life, though. I'm saying, I, I can't I be love, silent ever. I love when you talk. Thanks. I really do. Oh, he's the best. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, do we have any more predictions? Or? No, like I said, I think it's going to be a rift. And then, what's the other thing I said? Pete's going to have another girlfriend. Yes. I second that, and I wonder if that cat's going to be back. If not see a lady. I do think at some point throughout the season, I do think we're going to see an appearance, just one, from Trixie. I don't know that she'll ever be back. But I think she's going to make that appearance of she's going to be blind and then just something in regards to that. Interesting. Maybe, maybe. I also hope that Kevin keeps up this manliness for a couple episodes. (laughs) Not Kevin, it's... Brian. I'm Brian. Exactly. Well, guys, thank you for joining us. It's been a lovely night talking about the league and can't wait for next next week's episode. I hope it's better. Where can I find you? Oh, you can find me at Jen the Jew on Twitter, Instagram, Vine. My website's Jennifer Golden. Well, you should follow me and you should follow Lauren and I on Two Drunk Girls. You guys too. Um, And you can find me on Facebook, Jennifer Golden. And George, where can everyone find you? Twitter, Instagram, at G H E R M O Z A, G Hermosa. Can you say Hermosa? Hermosa. God, I love it when you say that. You look nice today, though. I like your shirt. Well, thanks. I I compliment your hair. I like your shirt. Thank you. Oh, I I wore wore the pink for the Breast Awareness Month. That's lovely. Remember? Yes. Breast Awareness. Mm hmm. Breast so, awareness. Yeah, you should wear pink next week. I'm going to wear pink next week. I will. Week. I will do Swear it. Swear to God, I'm going to wear pink next week. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.